Welcome back, friends, to the Embracing Darkness podcast. I am Izzy Swanson, and I am here to be your guide through the darkness and all of the things that that entails. So before I get going, I want to kind of address the fact that today's recording sounds like we're in a cave. I don't actually have a problem with that because the cave represents the darkness of the world, the darkest places, those places that we go to to begin again, the womb, the comfort of solitude and silence and regeneration. That all happens in a cave. So I think it's really appropriate for this particular podcast. But what's really going on is that I'm recording in my office in downtown Austin. And since the last time that I did a podcast, I have rearranged and opened up the room. And I don't have as much of a sound barrier or buffer that I, as I used to. So that's why things sound the way they do. And I hope they are coming through clear for you. But I'm really not going to let that one little thing keep me from getting this podcast recorded and getting it out to you. As you may have noticed, I've been on, been on hiatus for a few months. And to be honest, I had to take a, uh, a breather. I had to pause for a little bit because I was kind of out of spoons. There have been a lot of significant life changes happening over here. And I know that I talked about them a lot before they happened. And I know that I did a ton of prep work to be ready for those changes. But ultimately, when they arrived, I really had to shift my focus to them for a bit. Uh, my son graduated high school in May, and he turned 18 in June and left for basic training in July. And that was its own intense whirlwind of energy. But I also took over the lease from an office space, and I'm in the process of crafting a small community-based wellness center here in downtown Austin. So that's really where I've been, and it's really all of those things that I just described to you have really contributed in their own way to what I want to talk to you about tonight or um, today on the podcast. And what we're going to look at today are the patterns of fear. So we are officially entering into the dark time of the year. In my own personal tradition, I honor Samhain, or what is more popularly known as Halloween, from the dark moon to the dark moon, to the last dark, or the dark moon in October to the dark moon in November. And, and that actually happened this past weekend with the new moon in Scorpio. The dark time of the year signals the need to slow down and become reflective and introspective. It's really a time to stop and evaluate what makes us tick and where we're at in our lives and why we're doing what we're doing. Really kind of looking at all that we have brought in in our life and what worked for us and what didn't work for us. The dark time of the year brings with it the energy of slowing down and kind of really taking that, uh, the time to take care of ourselves and know ourselves a little better. So interestingly enough, the card that I pulled for today's podcast is the world card. And once again, the tarot of the wild unknown shows up in alignment with exactly where we're where we are here, or at least where I am when I'm bringing this podcast to you. I'm referencing the Tarot of the Wild Un Unknown by Kim Kranz. It's the deck that I like to use specifically for this podcast. 
This particular card speaks of wholeness, of completion, of harmony and contentment. It's indicating that it's actually really rare for us to be in this place and that we're always in the state of wanting and needing and striving for more and fighting to reach this idea of being whole. The, the world card in this particular deck asks us to evaluate what wholeness feels like and to consider what blocks us from feeling that wholeness um, in our everyday life. And I would say that that's exactly what we do here on the Embracing Darkness podcast. We strive to find our inner balance and self-acceptance by embracing the darker and more intense and often hidden pieces of who we are, which really brings me right around to this pattern of fear and what I want to talk to you about today. I'm going to get quite vulnerable with you yet again, because I'm sure that I've been doing that here on the podcast. And I'm going to share my own experiences with you and how the pattern of fear manifests in my life. My son's departure from home and into a pretty scary career path has triggered all of my most intense fears. And just recently, I was able to slow down and really look at what I'm experiencing and why it's having such an effect on me and how it's affecting me. So before I go on, I do want to say that I know that what I'm about to share with you is deeply personal um, and it's my own moment of introspective. I'm aware that what represents the pattern of fear in me will not necessarily be what represents that same pattern in you that what happens for me and has this type of effect on me may not necessarily be exactly what happens for you. But I think that we all have these patterns and that what I'm about to share with you hopefully will kind of overlap with our shared experience or your own individual experience and possibly kind of bring you to a state of awareness and even understanding of self and even possibly give you a little hope. What I realized for myself is that fear is still the destructive pattern in my life. I am still always operating from a place of fear, like literally every day in every action and interaction that I'm having. Like when I wake up in the mornings and I look at my emails, I'm afraid that I don't have enough appointments coming in, or I have fear of not having enough and not being able to make ends meet or fear that I'm working too hard or fear that people don't like me and that if I say the wrong thing, it'll have an effect on them or fear of hurting people if I say the wrong thing or if I'm too harsh or fear that what I have done in the past um, as having an effect on people and how they associate with me. Fear of my own self in everything that I do. Fear of my son dying has been the absolute most terrifying fear of my life. When you grow up in trauma, you're always afraid. You live like a caged animal in fear of what will happen next. It's everywhere. It's in my cells. It's in my DNA. It's in my structure. 
And I wonder to myself, do people live without this? Are there people who don't know what it's like to live with this kind of systemic fear? No wonder this world is spinning out of control. Shit, these patterns keep me from even feeling like I can talk to people or be understood like no one will want to hear what I have to say or understand what I'm trying to tell them. I try so hard to define myself based on my title and what I do in the world so that people will accept me instead of interacting with people based on the essence of just who I am and what I do. Like I can't just let my alignment flow through. To be honest, I don't really know what my life would look like without this pattern of fear. I used to think that if I could just let go of fear, my life would look and feel free, that I would have a sense of freedom. But that's just another layer of fear because when we get that freedom, we can be overwhelmed by the strength of it. Like if I let go of fear, I'll be overwhelmed by my own power. Like, will it consume me? And maybe so what if it does? But that's one of the things that I consider. But I also know now that allowing that flow of my power of letting go of those fears comes with conflict. When people react when you step into your power. People react when you're not afraid anymore. They criticize you, they overanalyze you, they attack, they evaluate everything that you put forth. I also know that when we stop holding back, when fear isn't running the show, that the paradigms of our world crumble, that life changes, that what was once comfortable in my life or our lives falls apart, that the walls come down, that things break, illusions shatter. And that in itself is terrifying because it comes right back to the fear of, am I safe? Do I have enough? Will I have enough? Will people like me? And it becomes a cyclical pattern. And I don't have much more to share. Those are my fears and that's what they look like and that's what I'm experiencing. I can't tell you all the answers. I don't have the solutions. But what I can tell you, what I do know, what I feel in my soul, what is rattling in my bones is that I'm tired. I'm worn out by my own efforts to hold this shifting foundation together. I'm worn out by the energy that it takes to hold this in, to hold this back. It's wasted inside of me. It's trapped in this cage of my own making. It's not sustainable and it's not worth it. It's not worth sacrificing my own truth and my own balance to water myself down, to live on a chain just so I can make life seem a little bit more comfortable for people who aren't even going to try and understand or accept me anyway. Their comfort is not worth my pain. Why am I going to continue to let people profit off of my own unwillingness to step out? Why am I going to give it away and let them, whoever they are, because let's face it, most of them are figments of my imagination or whispers of trauma in my past or versions of things that people say to me now that remind me of where these things came from originally. Whatever that is, 
Why am I going to let them have my power? Why am I going to give away to them what is mine? Why am I going to let go and let them have what I deserve? I've always been a rebel pushing against the grain. And most of the time that rebellion has looked like self-destruction, but not today. Today, I think it's about time that I rebel, that I let go, that I let those walls come down. If they're gonna come down, let them come down, let them crash. Because I would rather stand in the center of my own truth than be attached to the change of what people think of me. And I know that my fear is not necessarily your fear, but I'll ask you this today. What is holding you back? What is your pattern of fear? What is it worth to you to stay where you're at? And before I wrap everything up, I'm going to recite for you this most amazing quote that I saw online today on a friend's Facebook post. And for that friend, if she ever hears this podcast, she'll know who she is. And I really hope that all that you're facing comes to the best possible outcome it ever, could ever come to. But I am grateful to you for posting this today. And this quote said, only in my pain did I find my will. Only in my chaos did I learn to be still. Only in my fear did I find my might. And only in my darkness did I see my own light. I'm not exactly sure who the author of this quote is. It's just listed on many sites where I went looking as TMT. So I have some more research to do, um, but somebody created that beautiful quote. And I leave you with that today. What is holding you back? What patterns are you enacting? And what is it worth for you? It's not worth it for me anymore. So I kind of got right into things and I gave you a really passionate short burst of something to think about. Um, and I didn't really tell you who I am or what I'm doing um, and why we have the Embracing Darkness podcast, but I'm Izzy Swanson and in my professional life here in Austin, Texas, I am a trauma specialist and I also focus on energetic safety and consent. And I am a Reiki practitioner and a practitioner of something called the Balacon Trauma Release Technique. Um, and that's kind of what I do. And my work primarily focuses on finding the balance in darkness and understanding what darkness actually means, which also means that we have to do a lot of work, that we have to have a connection to a solid, stable, grounding foundation, which I believe is rooted in our connection to the earth itself. And I also believe that in order to understand that darkness and to be able to carry it out in the world in a safe and healthy way, that we have a lot of our own personal work to do a lot of self-evaluation and that that is not always easy um, and that there's a lot that goes into that and that we should um, try to seek out guidance and mentorship through that process. And that's kind of what I'm here to hopefully provide to you with the Embracing Darkness podcast. So 
where, before I tell you where you can find me and some of the things that I have going on, I'd like to take a moment and continue on with the tradition that I've started um, and let you know about some causes that we support here. And the cause or the organization that I want to talk to you about today is called Mahas Justice. It is an organization based out of um, California. They are a group that provides open interfaith support to pagan, polytheist, and faith-adjacent survivors of domestic violence and other forms of interpersonal abuse. They have um, a great, great wealth of resources offering education, resources for service providers, whether secular or spiritual, professional or otherwise. Um, the organizers of Mahas Justice are um, creating um, online course content. They just had me over to provide a class on supporting pagans in recovery from addiction. They are also working with indigenous peoples um, and how to support them. And they do provide a, um, a safe um, page um, and resources on Facebook for people who need to um, reach out. And they are also um, on Patreon. So you can find them on at mahasjustice.com and I'll spell that for you. M-A-C-H-A-S Mahas and Justice com. And I cannot recommend this group enough. They're we always talk about safety and consent and boundaries and the organizers of this group are absolutely phenomenal about how to create those safe spaces or in their work about how to create those safe spaces and the resources they provide and the amount of dedicated research that they have put into making sure that they provide those places. Um, and that information for everyone involved. So I can't recommend them enough and I, I encourage you to go and check them out and support them in whatever way that you can. So you can find me um, at transformationreiki.com. That's my main website and that is where I have most of my resources. I also have a Patreon account that has also been on hiatus um, that I should possibly be bringing back to life here in the next month or two. I'm going to restructure some things a bit, but if you want to support me in any way um, and you're online and you can't get to me here in Austin, Texas, the Patreon account is the best way to do that. I also have a school on Teachable called the Guardian School at teachable.com. And so those are some places that you can find me. You can always send me an email if you have any thoughts about this podcast in particular, the patterns of fear or any of the other podcasts that I have or any questions about darkness to Izzy at transformationreiki.com. Um, and all of the things that I'm offering right now are based um, on my teachings with Reiki. So my teacher training is coming up in January and then my next Reiki intensive course is coming up. It's, it begins in February, but I will be providing some new online resources as I restructure in the next couple of months. So thank you very much for um, joining me here today for this very short, passionate, and sweet Embracing Darkness podcast.